0: Welcome to No Picks After Dark, Baltimore Sun's best podcast of 2020, voted by you, the listeners. No Picks After Dark seeks to build a community based on human experience, storytelling, and conversation. Now, your host, Aaron Dante.
1: This portion of the episode is sponsored by Found Studio Shop. Looking for unique gifts curated by an artist? Shop online at Found Studio Shop. Explore our delightful selection of jewelry, ceramics, stationery, cards, and holiday decor. Or pamper yourself or your loved ones with candles, gift boxes, and locally made bath and body products. All of this and more is available for shipping or local pickup at Red Canoe Cafe. Browse it whenever the mood strikes at foundstudioshop.com. Welcome to the Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a very, very special panel. Panel, folks. This is one of the hottest panels I'm going to tell you around Northeast anywhere in the United States. I'm so excited to have these brothers on because this is like, I don't even know, it's like Voltron. I don't even know how to explain it. Just... These guys are doing big things, and I'm proud to call them my brothers. I'm proud to call them pie brothers, and I think this needs to happen more often in society because, you know, our narrative is always not told correctly, and I love what each one of these podcasters are doing out here, and I want you to support them. Please support them and hear them out. So without further ado, I'm going to let you guys go around and introduce yourselves, okay? What's good, everybody? I'm Mike from Off The Record
2: Podcast. Uh, You can catch me on Twitter at OTR underscore Mike. Um, the show Instagram is OTR underscore podcast. Yeah,
0: check us out. You get a chance. Yeah, I'm uh, Rob Lee uh, from MTR Podcast. You can find us everywhere um, MTR Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, we cover weird news, pop culture, entertainment, comedy.
3: So jump in. I'm a real talk ghost from the Ghost and Big G podcast, a uh, podcast I host with my, my brother. Uh, we're a comedy podcast out of New York. And uh, definitely check us out when you get a chance. Ghost and Big G, we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, wherever you find uh, podcasts.
4: Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Gary O'Neill, I'm the host of the C Plan News Show, um, from Baltimore, Maryland. And we talk about motivation, inspiration, education, and uh, occasionally we talk about buffalo wings.
1: All right, all right, appreciate you guys. So, I, w- I want to jump right into it, man. I mean, of all you brothers, you guys are doing amazing things again, amazing thing. And I'm s- proud to have this because I i I'm just happy to see all of you guys and just talk with you guys. And why'd you guys get started podcasting? That, that's the million dollar question. You know, there's so many different podcasts out here. Why'd you guys get started? What was the reason behind it? Because, but I like what you guys are doing. That's why I got you guys on the show. What makes you guys different? Why'd you get into the game? So go ahead, jump in. Let's just, let it flow. All
0: right. I'll, I'll, I'll spin it. Um, I, I've been uh, podcasting since February 27th of 2009. And, I got in purely wanting to complain about Albert Hainsworth from the uh, now defunct uh, Washington football team. And I was just like, yo, I'm a big dude. I can take his spot. I should be getting that 90 milli. Let's do this. And I started just kind of covering the news with that slant every week and having just unique news stories. And I was just like, yo, I got something on my hands here. And I saw that I was covering stuff that radio shows were covering weeks before they would even get to it. Some of those kind of fringe news stories. And I have a unique perspective on and a unique set of interests. So I've just kind of been building over the last 11 years to kind of refine ultimately what I do. And um, I got into it just because I wanted to be able to have those conversations with friends and share them and put them out there.
2: Yeah. So I'll jump in. So honestly with us, man, like um, if you listen to our show, we're a four-man show. Um, one of our guys, Alex, he's been podcasting probably the longest. He's been podcasting for about three years. And to make a long story short, I've known Alex over 20 years, right? We happen to be going to a Baltimore Orioles game one night. It starts raining. So we, like, we hesitating on going down there. So we stopped to get something to eat. And he just out of the blue, like, yo, you know I got a podcast. And I'm like, what? Like... <laughs> You you didn't share that? So he's like, yeah, I've been doing it for three years, man. I just ain't seen anything. But at that time, his Lake Central podcast was starting to buzz. So, you know, he was like, yeah, man, it's buzzing a little bit, yada, yada. Just so happened, me and Brandon, one of the other co-hosts, had been talking about doing a podcast for a minute. We just didn't know where to get started and how to get started. So me and Alex got to talking and then, you know, that's how Off the Record basically happened, man. It was based off of, you know, Alex doing his thing. Then we put minds together, and I'm saying, "Damn, yo!" Know, so you know where to start. And um, and then off off the right, off, off the record was born, man. Like, I personally got into it, to it for myself because I did feel like I had something to say, but I also felt like it would be therapeutic and and, and something for me, a hobby for me to do because. I started to notice I hadn't had a hobby in a minute or something that I could call something I enjoy doing like that. So I'm like that let's get it going. So that's how we got started.
3: I guess I'll, I'll jump in So so for me was you know, I've always had a passion To do something on TV. I, I've done You know acting auditions things of that nature and and I always wanted a show I said if I had a dream job it would be To be on TV or to have a talk show radio show something like that so uh, one day I said to my brother, you know, let's why not do a podcast because a podcast is something you can do for cheap and you could build an audience really, which is no different than um, a radio show. So most of the time growing up, most people say, you know, you know, I always had stories for days and, you, you know, you should tell your stories. So we always we do a, um, something called a weekly rant on our podcast where we share personal stories or things that happens to us. Some of them were funny, some of them were crazy, and we just felt, you know, this is something we can share. So doing the podcast, we've been doing it for about two years, um, and the main reasons why I did it, one, was a passion project. uh, Two, the networking aspect of it, and I'm I'm sure you fellas probably would agree. You've probably met people all across the country, you know, just like how we're doing here. You know, you build a a network, and and for me, you know, I tend to build, you know, a, a, a black network. So I, I'm meeting brothers and sisters all over the country doing the podcast. So that, that was that was the second thing. And the third one was was really public speaking. You know, I, I've always had a passion for public speaking. And I think having a platform like this gives you the opportunity to practice and articulate yourself and, and share your message. So it's I always tell people, if if you want to be a great public speaker, start a podcast. It's, it's the best way. To hone your skills as far as public speaking, and you'll be so surprised of how much your voice resonates with people. So those those are kind of some of the things I I along picked up on the way. But that's the reason why I started. So it's really you know to end it really more of a passion project, a way that me and my brother can connect on a on a weekly basis. You know we both have you know busy lives, so it's something that we commit to doing once a week, and it keeps us close. So that was that was the reason why, um, you know, we got into it.
4: Yeah, I um, I started my podcast because I didn't like what I was hearing on the radio. And so just one day. So as a life coach, I always tell people and try to train, not train people, but train myself that if I start off saying someone, then I stop myself and say I should do this. So I didn't like what I was hearing. I think that, you know, radio is cool. But, you know, I think that we have an obligation to provide really dope content and I think that a lot of mediocre stuff I think that we all have seen stuff that's you know just okay but it's just sort of filler and I just said that hey I wanted to create an opportunity for you know one I wanted to use my platform to inform people and you know we talk about you know real issues we go over stuff we have some dope people on the show that may not be as popular and I just really, uh, I've been doing this, this is my coming up on my third season of doing these episodes. And I really just, I love it. You know, I talk, I've, I've connected with a lot of people, even meeting Aaron. <laughs> I met Aaron because I think I was too loud in our office. And he was like, yeah, can you turn it down? But, you know, you get to meet a lot of really dope people, a lot of dope people doing a lot of amazing things. And so those things should be celebrated and, and uh, you know, put out there.
1: I appreciate everybody uh, <clears throat> giving an answer. So let's talk about your audience, okay? Um, How do you, you know, where did you target? Where's your target audience? I mean, I can tell you right now, my audience is all across the board. Um, I I have a nice size black audience. I got a white audience. I got everything. I got a mixture of everything, and that just comes from my background of going to school up in upstate New York when to college with a bunch of Syracuse guys. That network just is there, you know, um, and just friends of that nature, but. How, also, you know, how did you find your voice in this climate also? so that's a two-part question. you know let's find out where you guys got, you got your voice, and you know, as far as getting your audience, you know you know I know how sometimes we look at I look at podcasts as like music. you're hot one day, then you're, you're nobody the next day. And I just wonder, how would you find your audience, how you connect your audience? and let's go from there. Go ahead, whoever wants to go first.
4: I'll jump in and go first. Uh, I I'm a motivational speaker, so I I've, I really just said, you know what? What do I like? What would I like to hear about? You know what? What would I want to hear? And what do I want to talk about? And I think that you know I have a different, I have a diverse audience, mainly mainly black. Uh, but I have a lot of people listen to the show. um, uh, probably you know older in thirty and up. Um, and so just having that voice is just saying, hey, what do I like? and i would assume that the things that i like other people would like so you know it's different we all multifaceted so i'm a man i'm a black man you know i'm a father you know i'm a person in the community you know we all have these different slices of ourselves and so i just said hey i'm just gonna come from that platform and speak from that that space and and that's it so and i think a lot of people resonate with it a lot of people connect with it you know i've had a lot of people after a show say, "Man, that was a really great show, or you know they might have been battling with something, and it's just you know the things that I find important, the things that I care about, and I just you know, and I realize that, hey, a lot of people
0: like the same stuff yeah um for me um it was I think in finding the audience, I think my audience is relatively diverse um demographics would be mid thirties on up, what have you we, we have a little variance, but mid thirties on up, and uh I'll say. Like the content that we like to cover, like we 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 like to have a good time, we like to laugh, we like to be irreverent. And, you know, I think that there are some parallels in what I try to cover with my co-host, um, with what, you know, Dis Zamira were doing on Bodega Boys. It's not a rip-off of what they're doing or anything along those lines, but there is some similarities and what I was doing as far as the podcast kind of kind of predated it. It was just it just happened to be similar after me discovering. It. I was like, oh wow, we're covering similar stories and with my co-host and I you know, he's a white dude. He's an Italian guy. We've been friends uh, for about 16 years. So kind of crafting that voice and, you know, bringing him along after maybe a year or so of me just doing the podcast by myself. You know, I met him at an HBCU and he was the only white boy there. And we kind of linked off of that. And, you know, we we always have these kind of regular meet ins and, and check-ins of okay, this is the feedback we've been getting from people. You know, people will hit me directly, you know, reach out and touch. Yo, Rob, I like this. This was good. Or eh, what are you what are you guys talking about? Or, yo, what's up with your co-host? Like, what's good? Like, you know, you can't say that. I was like, I will check him on that very quickly. And being able to be able to give that and be able to receive that um, that constructive feedback gives us an idea of what our voice really is. And kind of it puts us in a place where we're able to put out good content while still putting out content that people would gravitate towards
2: yeah man I, I i say for us so demographic wise and and audience wise i would say we we probably majority uh black but um it's getting to the point where it's a little more diverse and we 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 definitely that's part of what we want um you know what I mean because we set out to part of what we set out to do was as four black men, um, three three of the four fathers, and, and you know, as as professional men, and um, also four black men that grew up together, basically that knew each other for over twenty plus years, uh, we we just wanted to, like you said at the beginning, Aaron, we wanted to do our part in getting a different narrative about us out there the best way that we could, and I'll be honest with you, man, like. As far as voice, uh, voice wise, we we, I, I don't know about the rest of my guys, but for me, I didn't know what was going to come out in this. Like we just started in November of last year, so um, I didn't know what was going to come out. I didn't know if it was just going to be family or friends that listen. I didn't know if it was going to be anyone that listened. Um, so I'm still amazed and I'm still in awe of you know when we get feedback or someone or meeting guys like you guys or, uh, you know, having listeners, you know, it's just crazy to me, (laughs) to be honest. Like I just, because like I said, going into this, man, we wanted to change the narrative of certain things in in the way that people think that for black men or black men in general think. Um, But it it still hits me, man, that, that people will hit me a quick story, man. We we, probably the the best story for me out of this is um, I had a college student a young a young lady hit me and she was like, "Man, we had to do a project on podcast and and I found yours and I liked it and I did a I did a project on it in the sh- in the class like that and you know I want to do my own podcast and I work at the the college at the university radio station and can you help me and and it was just like it was just crazy to me and so weekly I'm helping this young lady like hey she would send me. Her, her topics or what she wanted to go about it, and I would say hey that's cool but you know do it this way or try to do it this way but I don't want to control your show be authentic and it was just crazy to me that someone would be asking me for that type of help oh. so
3: <clears throat> so for me mine was kind of similar to to um to Gary's where you know, I listened to uh, a lot of podcasts and I just didn't find a whole lot of stuff that I, I truly, truly like. I know some of you brothers probably did. You probably listen to some podcast, listen for 10 minutes. You cut it off, you go to something else. So I was doing a lot of that. So I said, you know what? <laughs> and it may sound crazy. We literally made the podcast for us to listen. To, if, that, if that makes any sense. We, I literally would, would take the train to work and listen to my own podcast. There's something that I already recorded and know it. That, that's, that's, that's what I did. So I didn't really honestly didn't care about the audience. You know, I, I didn't look to go find an audience. I know like some of the pitfalls I know some podcasters make, they try to either copy a show or they do something that they think the audience would like. I always believe do what you like and then you let the audience come to you. So if I'm sharing stories about parenthood, you know, girls or, or whatever the case, sports, I'm going to attract that audience, and 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 that's what I kind of set out to. So, demographics wise, and I don't even know if the insights just say that to everyone because everyone seems to me seem like has thirty thirty demographics, right? That's what it says: sixty male, forty female. Everyone I talk to says they have that same damn demographics. So I don't even know if it's accurate or not. I don't know. I don't know the race. I probably would say it's it's mainly mainly black. I, I think it could be a little bit more just based on. You know, a, a, um, an even split just based on the feedback I get. But the the best feedback that I get from the podcasting is when when someone hits you and you basically birth them to do their own podcast. To me, that's 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 the biggest compliment you can get, and 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 that's what we we generally get. You know, because you know, I didn't have I didn't talk to not one sole person on how to start a podcast. I literally youtube it and and did everything from scratch. I mean. Everything. And I didn't even tell family and friends uh, similar to um, to Mike. You know, you said one of your co-hosts said they had a podcast for three years and never told anyone. I didn't tell any friends, any family because I wanted a real feedback. Sometimes you can have family and friends. Oh, yeah, it was good. And they're just saying that to not hurt your feelings or whatever the case. And I don't know if you guys get it. Sometimes your strangers are your best supporters. So I always um, look to. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: 100%. Yeah. They're, they're, they're know, your, they're your know, best supporters. So I always find I, I don't I don't chase the the uh, the audience. I, I talk about what I want to talk about, what I feel. And, and kind of I think uh, Gary has said the same thing. If I find it funny, I think someone else will find it funny. If, if I find it, you know, um, entertaining. Somebody's going to find it entertaining. So that's, that's how I kind of looked at, at it as far as the sort of demographics and, you know, how, how we build the audience.
1: All right. All right. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. We're rolling now. We, everybody's comfortable. I can tell. OK, so here we go. You, you guys all touched on it. But I want you to go a little bit further. You said a little something that I was really important. When you guys started this. What are the trials and tribulations you guys have gone through? I can tell you right now, I got ripped off. <laughs> I lost probably about $500. This guy's a nice guy, nice guy, but he was, I met the guy, I was like, I don't know how to edit, you know, and uh, he was like, oh, I can do it. And, and he does, he does music, but I wasn't his priority. And I was giving him a couple of dollars here and there. And it, it added up, to, but again, I was finding out he wasn't doing the right thing by me. So my trial and tribulation was learning how to edit, learning how to record learning how to fix this the sound, learning how to fix the volume or square. Like you, so when anybody kind of tries to pull the wool over my eyes, you can't anymore because now I know from A through Z and that was my trial and tribulation for my podcast in the beginning. Now I'm, I'm rocking and rolling. So what about you guys? I mean, that, everybody has a situation where they're like, damn, did that release really happen to me? Maybe it may not have that, but go ahead. Please go ahead. I mean, you were just talking about it about how you started yours in the beginning and you the entire family. Did you have anything trial tribulations with that?
4: I think um, well, I know for me, um I the first thing was that I uh I started with a radio station. And so it was an internet radio station and uh they wanted a motivational speaker to do like a little quick thing here and there. And I was like, yo, uh, what's up with the show? And so you know, we started there and I was paying them a month. And I just realized the very early on that I really liked them. I like those guys. They're great. But just putting out money just for the same stuff that I'm doing now was like the first thing I was like, hold up, man. Like I'm paying them money. They weren't bringing me anybody. It was just like, i was i was lit like i i I love my show like i bring energy every single time and i just was thinking like they're not bringing me anybody new there's no new listeners as opposed to just a platform and and really they made they helped me make the decision to leave when i uh they gave me the numbers and it was like three sets of numbers it was like the numbers that people are watching online the numbers that people are listening from the show and stuff like that and i was like wait a minute the numbers are low from the the radio standpoint like they're not bringing me new and i was like oh i'm done and so i think that was the first thing to just realize like all right man like i just do this myself and i you know i just like uh ghost talked about you know i was like let me get on youtube uh let me oh go hey siri uh how do you start a podcast and i think i started from there and just researched hours and hours and i said okay it's cool and i'll I'll start doing this and i listen to some of my favorite podcasts i think that was the first thing is just really realizing like man i really was paying like this money a month and i could have just started my podcast myself and the second thing like i know mike they have four people i it's just me so i'll have guests on so now it's about hey who what guests do i really want on the show and i realized that while somebody's amazing in their content they may not be the best interviewer and i'll say oh you you know hey i'll give them the questions and you know pre-production i'll do all those things and then you know occasionally not most of the time but occasionally you know i would have somebody who's sort of flat and i'll say oh come on like i would and i would just try to sort of have to take over and you know add my energy to it but I mean, outside of that, it was just those two things, you know, pro, you know, you realizing, that hey, I really got to promote. I really got to put my show out here. Even now, like today, I just posted, you know, while I'm gearing up for season three. I said, you know, let, let me go back and let me start posting the old ones, because I'm pretty sure people have not heard the first episode. And I was even listening to it. Like I like Ghost was talk about like I listen to mine. I'm like, if there's going to be like one download, it's going to be mine. I'm like I already know it's going to be one download. Like, oh. They go, they gonna. I'm gonna click on the, the, the viewing and It's going to be right back to my link. So I, I I think that was probably just the biggest thing is just marketing, getting it out there, promoting, getting, you know, guests on there, you know, sponsorships, you know, you try to do all those things, but you know, it, it's cool, man. But that was the first thing is realizing, hold up, man, I was paying like 80 bucks a month to come in. It was, it was convenient, but you know, they would, uh, they would be late sometimes uploading it, you know, sometimes it'd be you know, audio issues. And I was like, oh no, nah, man, I could do this on my own.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think one of the, the things that I ran into was, um, I guess it's like growth and maybe kind of like restructuring things, right? So I can do every component for my show, whether it be coming up with the the content, whether it be hosting the show, whether it be getting the interviewer, well, getting the interviews, the whole thing, editing the whole thing. If it's something I can learn I I learn it, I do it, and it becomes part of the process. I write a standard operating procedure for it. Everything is a system. So some of the stuff, obviously, doing all those things, you don't have a lot of time. So I would find certain things would suffer. I'm like, all right, I really wasn't able to get enough content for this episode. Some of these stories are not researched as well as they should be. So identifying, like, all right, let me find someone that can be an editor. Know what I'm talking about. Know what I'm looking for. Let me find someone to be a marketer, know what I'm talking about, know what I'm looking for. And you find that there are frauds out there. And you you run into those situations where you get ripped off and that leads into a situation. Um, sometimes when, like, I'll give you a story. 2015, Baltimore, uh, we were uh, working with another podcast group. They wanted to bring all of my content over. I had five shows at the time. So you can imagine doing the editing for five distinct shows was a bit of a thing and uh, managing the website and all of that different stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can, you know, maybe take some of this off and let me, let me try this guy out real quick. Let me see what this guy is about. So I said, look, I can't give you all of my content. I'm not going to bring all of my content over. I don't know you like that, but I can do a podcast for you covering stuff that we know about pop culture, whatever. And we made a goofy, it was, was, he liked it, but we thought it was a little substandard uh, podcast and we gave it to him. He liked it. He loved it. And um, we did it for a while. And then one of the other hosts that was on there, it was kind of funding things. She had a lot of ignorant things to say about Baltimore, specifically around the time of Freddie Gray and all of that. And being the only two people from Baltimore, we were incensed and I let her have it. And turns out, you know, they had a whole plan of just, they were just going to use us. They wanted to penetrate this market. They were just going to use us. They saw the advantage and I read right through it. And I was like, yeah, any of these things, I'd rather learn them, work with people that are doing cool things, but working for someone for that come up, they have another thing in mind. They have another goal in mind and being able to quickly identify that is a skill that I've been able to cultivate while trying to grow, while trying to systematize things. But being able to recognize who who's an op and who's not.
2: For me, so I would say for us, man, we had a couple. So we didn't want to, we didn't want to be dry, we didn't want to mimic anything. You know, I guess you would probably put us in the I guess the barbershop style podcast. And it's a million barbershop barbershop podcasts. So we wanted to be, we struggled with that. Like, man, we don't want to be. We we don't want to get typecast. We don't want to be just like everybody else. So that was one. Um, another thing was <laughs> is people laugh at it, but it's the truth. Like we always get a question, like, man, like especially when we do shows with other podcasters, they're like, Man, how do y'all do the four people? <laughs> and like, how does it work? Because they, you know, they have their own trials and tribulations just by doing it themselves or doing it with another co-host. So that's one thing we run into, man, like scheduling sometimes is like, and I always tease our guys. I'm like, you know, when we start the week, I'm like, okay, which one of us is going to be the Bobby Brown or the David Ruffin this week? Who's going to be late to the meeting? Who's going to be late when it's time to record? Like, you know, and we had fun with it, but it, it it's, it's real. Like, to be completely honest, like, we still, to this day, 40 plus episodes in we still run into those trials, but we get it. We're we're dealing with it a little better now because we understand like, okay, we all got families. We all got children. We all got lives. We all got things we got to do. So we try to work with it the best we can, but that's probably our biggest one, man. Like just everybody being on the same page at the same time. And when you have multiple hosts, um, sometimes it can be challenging. Some, it might be a topic that three of us agree with one doesn't, or, Two agree, two don't, or we one want to go this way, the other want to go that way. So, I think the best thing for us though is that, like I said before, we we like we're lifelong friends, so we understand each other. And it, it, when it, when it's said all all said and done, we understand each other. So, I think at the end that's that's what pushes us through um, to being able to be as successful as we are.
3: Uh, so for me, um, my my challenges were were. were I would first say they were financial and mental, and I'll talk about the, the mental part of it. So the mental part of it was, I'm an old head. I don't know shit about technology. So, <laughs> you know, doing the marketing, the IG, all that stuff was, was, was foreign to me. So I would reach out to people for help. And a the, the lot of the times that the people that wanted me, you know, uh, that said that they would help, wanted to charge. And if you listen to our podcast, I don't spend any money. I'm not. I refuse to spend money with someone to help me. And I was finding a lot of the people that wanted to help wanted to charge a lot of money. So I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'll figure it out myself. What was good about the networking aspect? Of it was I would reach out to. That's how I overcome came the challenges. I would reach out to other podcasters. Now some some people hold hold their stuff. Real tight because they look at everything as competition. Cool, I get that, but I would seek out the people who were generally, you know, interested in in helping. So those are the people I kind of build my network around. They want to see you grow. I want to see you growth. Then you know that 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 would help us. The other challenging part, as far as the, the the mentalized aspect of it, was look, we're we're 119 shows. I have just my brother as the co-host. the The scheduling, like some of you guys have said, is tough you know, being, you know, family guys and, and, you know, we both coach, you know, our kids sports and stuff. So timing was, was, was very difficult. So that's why sometimes, you know, I, I usually grab a guest in lieu of, if we can't get our schedules together. So, cause to me, the, the biggest, wow, how we, I think we've been pretty successful is that we're consistent. So we constantly put out, you know, episodes every week so the scheduling part was was a little was a little tough but being that you know we're true brothers and you know we understand it so you know i i can have a a, a difficult conversation if i need be but um you know ha- having that and and the biggest challenge to me was sometimes it's having writer's block i don't know if you guys go through that sometimes you just don't have nothing to talk about i find sometimes and sometimes you know you you don't want to Chase everything that you're hearing and and stuff like that. So sometimes it's difficult to find what to talk about each and every week if you're doing a weekly podcast. So that's that's the mental uh, aspect of it. But but doing things like this and connecting with other podcasters gives you creative ideas to talk about. So those those are kind of some of the challenges that I you know we've kind of experienced and and you know how we overcame them. But like I said, it's just networking and, and pushing through that, those obstacles, you know, kind of gets you over the hump.
1: I appreciate everybody just uh, giving that answer because, you know, so many things going on out here that you don't know. Um, I can tell you with Rob Lee, him and I even spoke on his pod. I almost quit podcasting last year, six months in, I almost quit. And that's a story we'll be talking day, but um, I almost quit because it was just, you compete, you, you I'm 40 years old and I'm competing with, somebody else. I'm like, damn, they got this many followers. Damn. They, they, and, and you see yourself like a rat race. And I'm like, I'm not like this. Let me focus on what I have going on. And I almost quit. I was like, I'm done with this. But then what happened was a young lady came up to me and said, my daughter listened to your podcast in my car with me. And we stopped, we sat in the car and I was going to the store. She's like, no, don't turn it up. I want to listen to it. And her daughter was like in middle school. And to me, that was like, right. And I said, Pam, I'm making the impact. So kudos to what all you guys are doing right now. I love it. I love it. So here's the other question. And I'm I'm gonna bring it up because I'm gonna keep it 100 with everybody. Why do we, as black podcasters, I mean, I'm I'm keeping it real. We talked about entanglement for two to three weeks. We talked about every BS that was out there for two or three weeks. And I felt like we talked about it so much that, you know what I started doing? And I'll keep it real. As soon as I saw a tingle, I turned the damn thing off. I I, I swear, because it was, how many hundred different ways are you going to tell me about certain things, okay? It's great. You have your own distinct view of things. But how do we, as black podcasters, distinguish ourselves? I know you guys said you, you don't care about your style. This is your style. But how do we do that? Because there's a million podcasts out here. And I like to listen to them. I'm not I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I listen to you, you guys, you four on a rotation daily. Like when I, when I know you guys come out, play. It's already subscribed, play. I already know when you guys come out. So I already have it. I don't listen to everybody on Twitter. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna say your friend. Content. I need to hear something that. So again, what about you guys? How do you distinguish yourselves? I like you said earlier today, earlier, Mike, you were like, I didn't want to get caught in the in the barbershop thing. Every time I look for everybody I got a barbershop thing. Okay, cool. How do I distinguish? And you know why I, I saw okay. I'm gonna tell you, first group I saw was Ghost and Big. I was like, damn, these are New York brothers. They got the raspy talk. They're talking the shit I'm talking. Oh, yeah, I, I like I like what they talk about. Talking about the girl. On the, there was one episode with a date episode, and he didn't have no money. And it was like, well, I can't remember what episode it was. And he, the girl paid for the meal. I was like, oh, these dudes sound like some shit I used to do back in the day. You know? And just like Mike and his guys, you know, from, from Maryland. So it's always Maryland love off the top. You know what I mean? So I like to hear and support black podcasts. But I want you guys to go around how do you distinguish yourself from everybody? Because I'm gonna tell you, there's like it's like radio. You, you, you turn it, you turn. It. We all have choices. How do you guys keep it going? Keep it fresh. Keep it going. And like you said, right? This block happens all the time. But now, what I do, and I told Mike this, I told Rob this, I do 12 episodes. I'm I'm, I'm 12 episodes recorded done. So that way, I don't, when I record it, I don't listen to it for for two weeks. Because I want to make sure it's fresh in my mind. Like, oh, I didn't remember saying that. I didn't remember hearing that. So, what are little? So that's my little tip. I do in, in advance, so I don't have to like you said, the schedule. We already knocked them out. We're good now. I don't have to do anything really until, geez, October. Honestly, because I'm doing it every other week. I have so much content. Kind of like what Gary said. I don't need to put it out. I can do it every other week. You can go back and listen to my content. If you start new. Because I have the content, go back and listen and hear if you haven't been in the beginning. So go ahead, sorry. This is y'all guys. This is your show. Go ahead, y'all. Y'all go ahead.
4: I think that uh, I think that for me, uh, I mean, like Ghost said, you just got to sort of accept it. Uh, even with the entanglement thing, uh, the way I structured my show, that was more of an appetizer. That was more the beginning of it. So I was like, all right, here are my views about it. Boom, 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 boom. Let's keep it moving. It wasn't going to be the main. point. Right. It wasn't going to be the main uh conversation but at least i still wanted to acknowledge it because uh, you know people listen to it like i'm a dj and the music that a, a 20 year old would want to hear may not be the same music i want to hear but i still have acknowledged that hey this is a hot song and i may not even like the song so i think that you know with me i like to just talk about it you know hey this is something that you know it's gonna bring maybe the casual listener in at times and you just go from there so i think the one of the first real times i realized hey maybe i shouldn't just talk about motivation all the time was i did an episode with a young lady and we talked about how to date an entrepreneur and i think just i I said you know what they have a kfc has a donut chicken sandwich and i want to get it and let's try it on let's try it on the show and it got so such a huge response from people I was like, oh, shit. Like, uh, all right. Well, I got to put something fun in this, you know, to at least bring people in uh, and, and sort of like sort of like comedians. You know, they 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 make people laugh. And then a lot of times they bring something home that's serious. So you do want to engage the casual listener. You get them in there with even if something that's, you know, everybody's talking about and just uh, you keep them there. Uh, I, I was going to say
3: one, one thing really quick, uh, as far as I know that different like if you have content is going to be evergreen, especially if you have like an interviewing podcast, that's something that you're going to be able to go back and listen to. I know for us, our format is almost like a daily show. So that's why it's, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to have something that I can rest for, for three weeks. But I look at the thing, like you said, about the entanglement, and I feel like that to a point, and, and I'll tell you why. You'll get a lot of people talking about the same thing. As black podcasters, you're going to talk about things that relates to you. So I think sometimes you are going to get that overlap of things. I think it's just human nature. I kind of compare that to black comedy. If you look at the majority of black comics out there, a lot of their content is very similar, but it's also how you say it and what personal stories or what stories you're telling from it, what makes you different. So I think that the, to, to answer your question having a personal touch to it my story can only be my story like i said even even though it could be more of a barbershop style my barbershop story is still going to sound different from mike's because we have different experiences with different people so that i think that's that's one way that you can kind of get around that and 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 two you have to accept it i listen to white podcasts as well too and and i don't know if you guys do as well They have very similar content as well if you if you especially like you're trying to be in uh, we're kind of more in the in the comedy genre they have very similar stories and 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 styles and 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 formats of their show so i think for me is you just got to accept it you know you don't like it turn it off you know like i said you know listen to five minutes of it ten minutes of it you hear someone else how they articulate their story and, and you can still show love to a, a variety of, of, of different different shows. I mean, to be honest, like I said, I, I don't dig that deep into the statistics of some people. I got better with that. You know, I come from a sports background, so I've always been very competitive about numbers. I stopped doing it. If I have one listener, you know, our, our biggest, biggest listener was in the beginning was our pops. He would listen to it and, and he would talk about our show like he didn't know us. That was that was good enough for me. So if 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 I had that mindset of, hey, I don't want, I can't be like him. This person got more followers. You don't know. You you really don't know what someone else is doing, and 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 also too, you're we're all kind of independent. I I'm assuming independent podcasters. Majority of the time, you're, you're trying to compete against major, almost like the record industry. You you're going up against major labels. You know, so you can't really compare that stuff. So have fun with it. And, and, you know, you do your best to kind of distinguish yourself and, and, you know, you add your personal element to it and, you know, the audience comes.
0: That's how I look at it. Yeah. I think, I think for us, um, we try to avoid some of the just certain stories that you, you know, are going to attract the majority of like, like podcasters, like this is the thing, like, and early on we, we did a show like that. Like we mirrored our show after, like a morning, like almost like a Ricky Smiley show. That's the way we used to do it back in the day. So that would have been something we would have covered in the infancy of our podcast. And now it's just like something that I have an aversion to like, okay, that's good to listen to other people talk about it, but that's not something that I have a lot of interest in talking about it on a podcast. And um, what we try to stay in is something that I feel while being kind of broad, but still kind of niche. Like we primarily talk about pop culture and weird news and that weird news we we go we treat it like a game and we're able to go through these different stories. I give my co-host like yo here's a keyword and it's kind of hidden. Like it might be a story about a horrible like my 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 co-host is arachnophobic and but he acts like he's not. So I'll have like a story about a spider in there and I'll give him a really banal like keyword like yeah you know um Wisconsin And then it's like Wisconsin is being attacked by spiders and he gets really mad because he picked it. And the way the game goes, we have to do the whole story, every terrible detail of the story. So that's the way we try to structure it, that we're covering something that's congruent to what we like to cover. And it's like regular news. So we have this thing where we don't do anything that's more than two weeks old. Because I think a lot of the stories that we cover, they get missed. And when I send out an email or anything along those lines to my mailing list, here's some news you may have missed is the headline generally. And these are those stories that they're buried. They're not those top tier, but they're wild. They have different things going in there. And the way that I even seen radio shows treat them. Those, those types of stories, they'll be there, but it's something like, yeah, that happened two months ago Like you guys are just getting to that and it's like i've already covered it We've already like broke it down got the update and remixed it, you know, so that's the way we look at it But we try to avoid, you know, some of the things that are just like sitting there because in a world where like if you're doing comedy, right you have Comedians that are doing podcasts. So they're doing a they do professionally So they're going to do a better job of it You have people who are in the entertainment industry that are going to cover that entanglement topic And I had this meme earlier. I was like seems like black podcasters are getting entangled in the same story And I just thought it was kind of funny and moved on. Yeah,
2: I mean I, I I echo the same thing a lot of you guys said man, I think um for us We get so our listeners a lot of times will hit us and say hey we want y'all to touch on this or whatever the case may be. So when something like entanglement happens, like for example, with that, luckily for us, it was one of those times when it came around that we weren't having scheduling issues. So it was like, like it happened that day and it was like, yo, let's get on now. Let's get on now to do it. So it wasn't, I mean, I get what you're saying, Aaron. It wasn't no show, it wasn't a show that we planned to do, right? It was just a show that we did off the whim. If you notice, Aaron, I know I know for sure you, you want, you're one of our, our listeners. Like, that was one of our shortest shows. <laughs> because, like, we'll go for an hour or something. But that, we was on for, like, 30 minutes. Because we wanted, we're like, okay, people want to hear us touch on it, so let's touch on it real quick. And let's try to be one of the first to jump on and give, and, and, and give our opinion why it's fresh and why it's hot. And then let's just move on with it, you know? So... um but I think we do touch on things like that because I mean, it just simply, people want to people want to hear, it, especially people in our community. Man, they they just want to hear when it's hot news like that. When it's trending on Twitter, people want to hear your opinion on it. So I would say that's why it typically happens in, amongst black uh, podcasters.
3: And like yeah, I think you, like you said, Mike, like said, so sometimes it's timing. Like like we come out on Monday. If that story comes out on on Saturday. You know, depending on when a, a, a subject comes out, I may not touch it because now it's too far gone. So sometimes it could be just the timing. You spend a couple minutes and talk about it.
2: Yeah, and we'll and we'll say that. Like we'll say, listen, man, can we can we jump on the date? Can we jump on in an hour or two to talk about it? If not by Sunday, it's going to be a dead topic. So if it, like you said, if it if it doesn't fit the timing aspect of it, especially stories like that, we usually leave it alone.
1: Okay. Okay. I like I like everybody's answer because now I got educated. So I appreciate learning from each and each one of you guys. I want to give a quick shout out because I know he hasn't said anything yet and this is not video recorded, but let's talk about that hat you got on. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm talking to you, Mike, because they, they're doing something really powerful, which I, I'm really proud of them doing. And there's a slogan they're going by online right now. And go ahead. Just, just tell what you guys are going on.
2: So first I was going to say that Rob, your, your memes, they have me crying daily. I just wanted to let you know that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, so <laughs> so Alex, uh, co-host of mine, Alex and myself, uh, we, started, we started a media company. It's called Crossover Media. Um, you can check it out on Twitter and Instagram at Crossover365. But like Aaron said, our slogan is we're not asking for a seat at the table. We want to build the table. And... Um, it kind of came about, man. I, I, I thought about it when you when you mentioned it, Gary. You know, one of your trials went early on, but I forgot to mention ours. And early on, out the gate, we signed with a media company, and like you said, ain't do shit for us. You know what I mean? And long story short, man, they kind of disappeared after a while. Like you know, they had it, it was intriguing because they had a following so we like all right well we out the gate maybe maybe they'll help us build a following and soon after we signed like we realized like we're building everything that we're doing and um i don't want to throw those guys under the bus but it seemed like they treated you know other podcasts better than us right um so that didn't sit well with us and then like i said they disappeared for a while and then out of the blue we get an email saying hey We want you guys, we want everybody to sign a new contract. And contract is this and that. Taking this and we're going to give you more of this and this and that. So we were like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't doing anything for us. We've been indie this whole time anyway. So, hell no. So um, it kind of spawned the idea for me and Alex. And then at the same time, um, you know, we started looking into things and we saw that, that table that we speak of not many people look like us on a lot of these boards that, that employ these, these podcasts, these, these, you know, the big name podcasts, if that's what we want to call it. And we just like, yo, we, we got to change that. And uh, so it came, we, it, it, it became a thing and we, we launched on Monday. Um, Alex, this was really Alex's brainchild. Um, I just, you know, like I say, it's his child. It's my stepchild. Um, but, yeah, man, we're excited, man. And we're just trying to give uh, people like us an opportunity to help. We want to help. We don't want to be like Suge Knight. We're not Suge Knighting anybody. Like, you own all your stuff. Like, we just want it to be legit. You know, we want to give something. We want to give back to, to people in particular that look like us. You know what I mean? And give them a platform to share their hard work. And also help and support them the best way that we can. So, yeah, man, we started Crossover Media.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys doing that because it's funny. When you, I saw you what you guys were doing, and I was like, these guys are doing something special. This is before you guys. Because you and I have talked on Instagram all the time. We always chat. And I was like, damn, what's going on? So then I, when I, got, I went out and got my LLC. And I was like, all right, I, I'm a business now. Like, I'm literally a business. And... You saw all of a sudden people start looking like, what do you got going on over there? And then I don't know if you guys saw Instagram, I was selling shirts. So the funny part was I sold, the, the part you guys didn't see online was I sold out 72 shirts in three days. And it was for the VIP people who were like with me from day one, like, we like what you got. And these people were like throwing, you know, hey, it's kind of like a sponsorship. We want you to keep on doing what you're doing. And that meant the world to me and i was like let me release let me release these shirts again saw all these shirts already God, people still call me i need to you know it's limited time i'm not in the merchandise game i'll get back into it but you know again like i said like i read you know zoom costs money it's 14.99 a month it's not a free thing to have you know you know if you don't have to pay for it you only get 45 minutes and you out so things like that i pay for it, but i just like what you guys are doing and i'm like you know what let me start this too and I got some kind of similar like what you guys got going on, but I want to support each and one, each, each all, all you guys. And how I can do it, how we can do it. Let's not have the conversation stop here. Let's have the conversation keep on going because I want to support everybody. I mean, Gary calls me up all the time. We rap about things about what's going on. Rob and I talk a lot. We rap about what's going on because that's where the communication should be. We don't let's let's talk to each other. So I don't know what you guys want to say about that.
4: Yeah. Um so, like I said, I'm going into season three and I talked to Aaron and I was like, Man, I, I like what he was doing. And I just, you know, first thing is like, you gotta have a, a website. And I talked to another podcaster, you know, they they're a little older. And they said, I like what you're doing, but you're giving it away for free. And I said, Hold up, who what are we talking about here? So and I realized, yeah, even when I talked to Aaron, I when I met Aaron. I asked him, like, "Hey, you don't go Facebook Live?" He said, "No, because that's not where his listeners are." And I know for me, the first thing is like, I ha- I I upload my stuff to a, a hosting site, you know, that's I pay for it, but it's not going to bring me any money. So the first thing is transitioning over to one that can make me money. Uh, that Facebook Live stuff, that's going to be just like occasional, like if I just want to say, "Hey guys, checking in," but putting it on YouTube. You know and just going from there like just actually building the numbers as opposed to just like every Tuesday I was just going Facebook live that that didn't give me anything. That just gave I mean it, it, People appreciated it. They like to see me. They like to engage and we had fun but with this new season like I'm just gonna just strictly go with you know uh, those systems that can Give that can reward me for the work that I've put in so like YouTube instead of just going Facebook live recording it you know and then uh similar to what a lot of you guys do is like recording it and then upload it to YouTube and then promote that as opposed to just say hey guys I'm on Facebook like faith like Mark ain't hitting me up Mark ain't you know he he texted me so I just wanted so that that and just you know transition over to a hosting site that you know can reward uh the work that we're putting in that was that was my two biggest things uh I just uh today got with uh Aaron put me you know Aaron hooked me up and I just uh signed with getting my website for the podcast as opposed to just using like a Linktree account or like SoundCloud. Like it's cool, but like it's not making me money. And and just like Mike, like I appreciate my independence. I do feel like I'm indie. You know I mean until YouTube comes to me and say we got a hundred million dollars then that's it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be corporate. I'm gonna have a YouTube next time we do it, YouTube shirt that's gonna be it so that those are the biggest things i think that those are the biggest things for me and and when i talk to aaron about it because we just talked about this the other day i feel like that's what makes us a little bit more serious you know it's not to say that that somebody who's doing it for free or doing it for you know they're not monetizing it. it's not that they're serious but i'm aware of other shows that might only be on facebook that are not really making money it's like we're all doing this we're all putting up i sell merch you know and now it's like, all right, now we looking more into the business, just like Mike, looking more into the business aspect of what we're doing. I was going to ask you guys if if you guys are in a position,
3: what are you guys doing as far as monetizing, you know, for your content so far? Have any of you guys found any success or anything you're looking to achieve? If,
1: if you guys are willing to share, I, I would just say for me. I learned. That the, I started in the merch. I was like, "Let me get the merch out here. Let me figure out something so I can get some flow into my bank account." And once I sold that merch so quickly, I was like, "Let me do it again." Also, on top of that, I do have sponsors. Um, I don't talk about it on the show. I don't really think I need to. Um, they don't want to be known. That's the beautiful part about this. Uh, they have done some things for me that I, I'm blessed that they have. Okay, uh, I will say. Uh, I have, and this is released is the first time anybody else has heard this. I have the whole Creative Cloud for free. That's all Adobe Premiere, Adobe everything, all that all that stuff. So I can do videos, everything. Don't got to pay for all that. So that, that's a huge. He was like, Do you want money or you want the cloud? I said, Give me something that's substantial that I can use and I can record and I can use. I can edit video. That's what you need. That's the business I move. Then I have other sponsors who are silent they just, they're like, you know what, keep doing what you're doing. If you need some flow, just keep on doing what you're doing. So I do have sponsors, but I, I don't have, I don't talk about in my podcast. I don't talk about it because they want to remain silent and they want to support me from that end. Uh, as far as local businesses, I would tell you, I haven't talked to a lot of local businesses in Baltimore and it's COVID screwed a lot of things up. Money's tight everywhere around, you know, and, you, you got to know how to be creative on how to talk with these people and say, hey, you know, I'll give you the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And like I said, you got to be on your own hustle and grind and know who's listening, who's not. And luckily, I have my community that's really behind me in my podcast. So my community goes hard and they promote. And I don't know if you guys knew, I won the best of Baltimore. That put me in a whole different stratosphere. Like I, I'm getting interviews with people I never thought I would get. And, and I mean, I'm even touching L.A. Hollywood right now like produces a Netflix movies. And it's that's crazy because now it's like you have that behind your name. And they're like, and they, and they look, and like they like said, they look at your website. That's the first thing they look at. They don't care about your IG. They don't care about your Facebook. They don't care about Twitter. They don't care about that. They want to know what's on your website. How clean is it? How does it look? What's your presentation? That's what it's about. And every person who talked to me who wants to help out, they're like, damn, your website's on point. And that's what it's looking. People who got the money ain't looking at no IG. And looking for the people that the ones that I deal with, they want to look at what you got, not just IG. Are you really business, or are you just IG business? So I don't know. Go ahead. I'll let you. I'm, I'm giving some knowledge, so give me some behind the scenes stuff. And and, and so I know Aaron.
4: You know, he got his uh his silent partners. Like I, I put out commercials, so I, I have I offer like three commercial spots. If someone wants to come on and they want to. You know, offer a little sponsorship package if they want to come on and they want to be interviewed on the show. I offer that. You know, I did reach out to this one podcasting supply company and try to get sponsorship and they sort of turned me down. And then I said, oh, they messed up with that because now I'm going to make what they're doing because I like what they're doing. Now I'm going to make it. Now I'm going to make it. And then that's it. That's it. That's all. Like, I saw like when they said how many and, 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 and to be honest, like they were right to do that. Like, cause I came, I, I, I was like, Hey, I really appreciate your, your product. I really like it. You know, can you sponsor a show? And they said, what does that look like? I said, well, just give me a shirt and give me your supplies. And I'll, I'll even do a whole segment based upon it. And the first thing they said was how many downloads? you get? And I was like, Oh damn. And it was like, yeah. You know? So they said, nah, but you can get a discount though. And I, I Like, I was like, dang, they just gonna just carry me. Just give me the 10% promo discount. I was like, all right. Okay, I mean, I still used it. Don't get me wrong, I still used it. That was a good still used it, but I, I I definitely understood. You know, I understood that. But now, you know, now I I do look to. You know, I have people who who have done interviews that they pay for an interview on the show, but it had to still align with what I like, so I can fit. It, you know, but I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, getting those commercials in that Right now, they were in, they were they were they weren't expensive. But uh, once I get this website, like prices gotta go up. Like now, like that's it. I gotta they gotta go up now, you know. And I'm getting a lot more people watching the show and listening to it, you know. Pr- you know, cameras cost a lot of money, you know. So I might have to get
2: Aaron up about those uh silent partners and just see if you know you might want to see what see what's up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, anything. I I look at it, anything you can get. That's the way I look at it. Like <laughs> like you said, you know, like uh, for us we kind of we kind of dove head first into the merch game so we were kind of we kind of went strong with that um, you know we, we did our podcast merch and then you know Alex and I created the crossover stuff before we had we had dropped the the actual uh, platform so we we that's kind of how we get out surprisingly man i don't know if it's because i know a lot of people or <laughs> You know, it's just people that listen to the show or whatever. But surprisingly, like we do really well um, with selling the merch. So that's been that's been a hit for us. um, Surprisingly, we are moving towards now that we moved um, off the record onto the crossover network. We are looking to move into something similar to the Patreon. Um, It's not quite that it's 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 something a little different. Once I get all the, the, you know, all the damage and all of that, I, I I'll definitely share it with you guys. But, um, and so we want to do. Lately, we have moved into, um, interviews. So that's our new thing. We basically usually we topic based, but lately we've been doing interviews, and um, we've been getting some some solid folks. So, you know, we were approached like, yo, why, same thing that happened like you, Gary. Like, yo, why y'all giving that away free? Like, <laughs> like, yo, you just you know, interview this person on Saturday we got a we got a former NBA player coming on. They like, yo, save that. Like, you know, and put that, you know, on, on that type since y'all get y'all making these connections with people. So um so yeah, we are gonna move towards that too. But our main thing has really been we've been pushing merch and we we've done we've done solid with that so far. I was gonna ask ask you fellas, because I know just talking to a
3: lot of other creators and 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 I'm bad about it. You know, sometimes I gotta practice what I preach. But do do all you guys have Patreon accounts? Yeah, I, I have it. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, I, I got to pay more attention to it. But I would say if 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 you don't have it, have it. And you'd be surprised th- of the people who actually will pay. Because to me, it's like, OK, what content I look at myself first? What would I pay for and what would I pay to listen to? Right. So and, I, and, and that's my kind of biggest hurdle with it. But I, I know some some podcasters out there that, you know, hosting fees, whatever, whatever it takes, you know, they're getting they're making real money off of those uh, patrons account. And they're free. And obviously they take a little bit of piece of it. But if you have content, especially that's evergreen, um, that's something I would I would probably advise everyone to at least look into it. it ain't going to hurt. You don't cost you anything to do it. And to and two. Um, Gary's point. I know with the you know going to the the corporates for those sponsors, you know usually the the, the trail is, it's twenty five bucks for a thousand downloads. It's not a whole. It's not a whole lot of money. That's why you see you know you got to to really make money with those corporate sponsors. You need 60,000 downloads a month. Now, for me, I just care about paying for you know hostings fees things like that. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. So I'm sure you guys all know. I go to I go to people I know who have. Small businesses, small businesses, and and, and I, I hit them up, and I charge what I want. <laughs> I charge what I want, and yeah, and and you 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 do you know you want yours in the beginning, you want me to talk about it in the middle, you want me to talk about it at the end. I give you, and I and I even charge a little bit more if you want me to write it for you, and 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 I put it out so I can write your whole. You all you got to do is say yes. I'll take everything. I'll put the music to it. Everything. You don't. You. you
0: yeah. I mean, I. I I, I definitely have the Patreon um just you know kind of the same as you said before, uh ghost that you know I just gotta pay more attention to it. I had a um, a guest on that's on a um, the second season of Getting to the Truth in His Art, who is a um, casting director, and she just listened to me. She didn't remember we went to high school together, so she listened to me and she was like, "I can get you voiceover work. Why aren't you doing voiceover work? Send me your demo reel." And I was like, "I can see the podcast." And she was like, "Yes, absolutely, do that." And she was like, "You know, have your Patreon set up, do the whole thing, and just ran through it." And she said, "Also, even if you're you're doing some of these things for free, as far as." Um, like the ads and whatever, it's like you're putting together like a package. They don't, like the listeners don't need to know that that's your man's right there. Like it's, it's, it's um like I'm friends with like a few different restaurants here, like restaurant owners and stuff that I've had on the podcast. And, you know, because of COVID and all, you know, they're kind of opened and not opened and open. And um, the last time I went there, dude was just like, I saw the blog, I saw everything you guys were doing, you and your girl are eating for free, and they they just gave us a hundred dollars, hundred dollars worth of food, and we were just chilling, you know, we were just kicking it. And you know how you get that that half ass pour wine? We got the full like joint. I was like, my guy, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's been different things. Like we did our tenth um, anniversary show last year um, at Big Improv, and you know, Aaron, you know about that place that's where we did our show, and. You know, I, they wanted me there as a residency. They came there with a position offer for me. Like, yo, we want to have you as our like consultant for building out this whole podcast brand. And it wasn't me sitting there talking to them about money. They just came in and said, can you do this? And I was like, that looks dope on my whole situation. The same thing with my day job. They came to me, yo, we know, we know, you know, about podcasting. Would you be interested in doing this? Of course I hit them with the dollar amount. I was like, yo, baby, my, my rate is 75 an hour. And, it, and it, it wasn't a joke, you know. And it's just like seeing what works. So that 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 tenth anniversary thing last year, I got the venue for free, and I've paid for venues in the past. So having that relationship there, getting the venue for free, and one place um, in Baltimore, it's a donut place. So I have Diablo Donuts. We're real cool with them. Me and my co-host, and we've had you know the guy that runs the place on a couple of times, and. We had like a little bit of an issue of getting like a vendor to kind of provide food and stuff for that live show. He was just like, based on the strength of you having me on your show, he's like, "Yo, we're a struggling business. We're trying to do it." Here's four dozen donuts, free, delivered them, and I'm like, "All right, people are coming over there with their hands out. It's like people are not forgetting who's worked with them and who's done cool things with them, especially during a time like this."
4: Man, who's gonna pay me on my podcast to do a commercial? So I said, you know what? Let me start off with doing a small amount, and like people were really hitting me up, and then, I, and, then I, and and I thought, oh crap! Hold up, people really paying me to do a commercial because they because really the first commercials, if you listen to the first season, they were just my other businesses. So I would say this this segment is sponsored by Greenlight Entertainment, and and I don't think people really knew it was mine. But I would just read a commercial, and then I had somebody who. They said, "Hey, I want to buy this spot for like the month." Yeah, the mer- merch game is 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 it, man. Like I, 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 I chuckled thinking about what I wore my first episode, and I said, no, nah, I need to get some merch." So I got a logo. I reached out. I, I went to the mall and got some done, and then I like I use drop ship drop shipment, so that way I don't have the merch. Man, people was buying it throughout the show. And I was like, I'm it. This is it. Like, I'm ready to quit my job. I was like, this is it. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, but I, I will say it, it, I love, I love my listeners, man. Like they really came through and supported. Like some of them have more, more of my show merch than me, Like They got stuff that I put out there that they got it. So I want to make sure I pay them back and do give like a limited edition one just for them, you know, but, the merch, especially when you don't really have to pay up front or, you know, like some people, they do get the, you know, they buy it and they have it. But I just do myself drop shipment. And then just from there, like people just order it on the line. And then, you know, I say online, geez, uh, online. And then, you know, it's great, man. It's great to see someone tag you because they bought a coffee mug or they tag you because they bought a shirt. You know, or they, or you know, I, I, uh, my son drew. My son is ten. He drew a character for my show. So what I did was, I, I got it digitized and then I put it on a hoodie, and I got it on a shirt. And then I, I told people about it on the show, and I was like, well, if you guys want it, I was like, oh, it's up on the show right now, and like people bought it, man. And I was like, man, that's really, really dope, man. But yeah, the merch is it, man. I, I, I'm surprised I didn't put my hat on right now, but yeah man the merch the merch merch game gotta do that
1: all right fellas i, I, I let's wrap let wrap this up because I mean we could talk all all night about this, but I really wanted you know you guys have your parting words, you know just about your podcast, you know just I want my listeners to listen to you guys' shows, okay, and this is the time where you guys can you know sell you the show for like you know t- talk about it, and I know you guys talked about it throughout the, sh- the time and whatnot but I really appreciate you guys taking time out your schedule to do this. I know this has been in the making for about two or three weeks. And I know you guys are probably surprised. You're like, why is Aaron sending out an email? Can't get your email. Like I want, but I respect what you guys do. That's I respect it. And I love what you guys do. And I've learned so much listening to you guys this last hour that this is, this is a lesson that I would never get anywhere else. And I want to appreciate all you, all you guys, and I want to do a part two with this because I want to talk about our families. But then we're gonna get into that. But how our families don't even listen to our shows? But that's a whole different story for a different day. But I would love to do a part two with you guys and talk a little bit further about things and whatnot. Um, but go around and just again tell everybody who you are and just talk about your show and you know let's let's wrap it up in a beautiful bug. Whoever wants to go first?
3: I, I guess I, I guess I'll start. So, yeah. So, um, uh, so my my podcast it's uh, it's Ghost and Big G podcast. Um, as the name Ghost and my brother's Big G, two brothers. Uh, we're ranting about life, sports, uh, movie reviews. We we kind of cross everything. So it's a podcast for everyone, family, kids. You know, we'll have something to talk about. Uh, so it's comedy based, feel good podcast. Well, uh, we drop every Monday. And uh, I definitely want you guys to, you know, check it
0: out and uh, and give us a listen and uh, tell us what you think. Okay. Um, So what's Shaking Cats and Kittens, this is Rob Lee from Mastermind Teams Robcast. And I'm asking you to check out our podcast, Mastermind Teams Robcast, where where myself and Dan D, we cover the latest and weird news in pop culture. We have an irreverent and hilarious take on news you may have missed. So check us out on all podcasting platforms. Um, The social media is going to be everything twitter facebook instagram mtr podcasts and secondly we do a podcast i do a podcast rather called getting to the truth in this art where i interview um artists tastemakers and entrepreneurs in and around baltimore to get the true story about what baltimore is really about um our lovely host aaron dante has been on that episode um in that first season um and yeah it's um it's definitely something of um, value and definitely something that... Um yeah,
2: well, me, man, I'm I'm, I'm Mike. I'm one-fourth of Off the Record Podcast. Um, it's a show where you got four brothers, man, that's known each other for a long, long time. And we touch on everything, man, from mental health to entanglements. So, um, <laughs> um, it, 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 we have a lot of fun with it, man. And um, like I said, I think that's one of the cells, uh, uh for us is that our chemistry, because we've known each other, man. We we literally watched each other grow up, watched our, our kids growing up now. So um, our chem- our chemistry is, is really great. So I think that's what, what people gravitate to. Um, we are on all, all streaming platforms. Um, we just started the YouTube, man. So look us up on YouTube at Off The Record Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at OTR underscore Mike. Our Instagram is otr underscore podcast, as, as well as our Facebook. Um, and thanks, Aaron, for the shout out. But yeah, crossover, crossover media. Look, look us up at crossover three sixty five um, on IG and Twitter, and also crossover is a podcast itself. Yeah, man, look us up, man. we appreciate you, Aaron. Thank you, man. I appreciate all you brothers, all you brothers on here, man. Y'all, y'all doing great things, and it's a beautiful thing to do and see that we making this noise, man. So salute to all of you guys too, where I got the floor. So thanks, man. Thanks to all of y'all. Yeah, man.
4: All right. My name is Gary O'Neill. I'm a professional life and business coach, and I am the host of the C-Plan View show, where we talk about motivation, information, education, pop culture, you know, a, a show for everybody. Um, our show airs Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, we're on all streaming links. So make sure you check that out. We're also on YouTube as well. Ah, uh, just check out C Plan Do Show. Um, yeah, we're out here, so make sure you hit us up. We're on all streaming, uh, all, all social media platforms. So hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I, I'm gonna think I'm a little too old for TikTok, but maybe one day I don't know. But those, but but check us out on the other major platforms.
1: I, I appreciate everybody who's been on the show tonight. This has been a blessing. I went. Oh, I got go ahead, go ahead, Ghost, go ahead.
3: Can I say, let's say one thing and just like I said, I always want to make sure I support, you know, people in my network. So just I always find that I know if you guys need a guest in a pinch, I know always I got a couple of go to people when schedule gets crazy and I can't get my brother on. I'll be that person for you guys. So if you ever guys need a guest or, or a fill-in or something in a pinch, you know, I'm available to you guys. I'll definitely do that to uh, to show my support.
1: You know what? Hey, hey! I always I joke with Mike all the time. I'm like, Mike is on more guest appearances than Puffy on videos in the '90s. Okay, but you know what? He's getting his message out. I love it. But I always joke with Mike about that. But again, I appreciate all my listeners to listen to these guys. I want you guys. You guys talk about supporting Black podcasts. Well, guess what? I'm giving you few to four beautiful, great podcasts. They're talking about great things out here, and it's a movement now. And if you let's walk it like you talk it, and let's make sure you're out there supporting us. And this this episode, I want everybody. and I'm going to promote it, promote it, promote it. And Rob Lee and I have a beef about certain people about promotion, but we're going to talk about that a different episode. We're not going to talk about that because we're because that's a whole can of worms. But we're going to talk about that. we to do a part two. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, let me be. A, let me be. Yeah, a it's,
0: real, man. It's a salty one. So
1: so, but again, <laughs> I appreciate you, brothers, being coming, on. This is made my night. Yeah. Um, this episode yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. Me, me as well. If you need me, man, mm-hmm. I'm lit. We're on there. We're going to talk about everything, especially entanglement, since Aaron doesn't yeah, talk I, about I, the caught, I caught
3: yours, Aaron, in the gym. Like, I always find most podcasts in the gym. Well, gym is shut down now for us, but that's why I, I find the most, majority of the podcasts. And that, that's, I, that's how I find yours. So, yeah, so, yeah, I want
1: to thank Rob Lee for MTR, Getting to the Truth, Gary O'Neill, C Plan Do Show mike from otr crossover ghost and big appreciate you guys coming on again love peace and happiness